guys. Welcome to the show. Uh, as you can see, Brian is not eating wild mushrooms in the woods anymore. At least no. not now. He's here. Actually, I'm taking like I'm trying to be sober for like at least a whole month. I'm like, what the fuck for? Oh man, oh, that's a whole other story. <laughs> we have time. So oh my what the god, fuck is going on? Oh uh, well, so you know the West Virginia thing that I was talking about from like a year ago, almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, same group of people all got together for one of my friend's birthday parties and we just got like, let's see, he was turning 26. So they brought 26 blunts and a lot of alcohol and they were like, Hey, like you got to help us out, man. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, sure. Whatever. But like, I didn't think they meant like every single one of them in like a very short time. And like, I, like I'm, no tolerance, low tolerance, no tolerance, you know, you know me. And like, also I haven't been able to like eat food for or like a while. I've lost like 20 pounds since December. It's actually kind of bad. Um, so yeah, it's just like me hanging out. And then there's like literally one point where I remember there was a, there was like a bar downstairs in this cabin and they had a pool table and everybody's playing pool. And I'm like, I was like coughing, like really fucking hard, like struggling to breathe. And it's like, you know, you're not going to die, but it's just like, oh my God, like if I could just breathe like a normal person, things would be great. But like, there was literally a point where it felt like my breathing depended on people making balls into pockets. And it was like, I couldn't fuck. It, it was so fucking, have you ever like psyched yourself out like that? Like, yeah, I think so. I think everybody's been there. Yeah. But like, I haven't ever. And I was just like, okay, this is fucking dumb. But then like, my friends started like purposefully missing shots and I'm just like, <gasps> they're just like, cause they know ultimately like it's going to be fine, but it was, it was just so stupid. It was so weird. And then like from that point on for like the rest of the weekend, just weird shit happened. Like it was, I literally watched like, we were outside looking at stars at night and somebody was like, Hey, like, what's that star? And I was like, Oh, that's like the North star. And I was like, Oh, over here's a ride. And then my one friend's like, Hey, where's the big dipper. And like, I looked for it and I literally just saw it. And I was like, it's gone. Like it's totally fucking gone. And then he's like, Hey, where's Orion? And I'm looking and it's like, Orion's fucking gone. And I'm like, there's no clouds. It's a perfectly clear night. And I'm like, how the fuck is this happening right now? And it's just like my friends playing fucking mind games with me, but I was like, nah, like I'm good. And they were like, Hey, we need to go get more wood for the fire. So like, we're walking into the fucking woods at night and like, picking shit up and they're like hey be careful because charlie's fucking out there dude and i was like i shit you not like i had like this big fucking stick and like there was like a fucking split second where it's like i blinked and it was literally like i was like i might as well have been in vietnam and i've never been there obviously but then i like blinked again and i was like what the f-? i was like i am just too fucking roasted right now i gotta be able to function you gotta pump then- the brakes a little bit yeah and like yeah just a bunch of fucking whacked out shit and i was like i'm gonna fucking chill out and they're like no you need to do more and i was like no like i'm fucking cool man like it's all good and then uh let's see and then basically like there, there's so much more but i like i have to write it all down and like put it in order but that it literally was just like alcohol and weed nothing like stupid no no psychedelic well i mean in a way i guess anything could be have like psychedelic properties but so i was like you know what I think I'm just going to take a minute and not do anything for a while. Remember what clarity feels like. And uh, everybody was like, yeah, it's basically Lent anyway. So you might as well just fucking jump on that train. And I was like, oh my God, am I fucking Catholic? Like what the fuck? (laughs) Are you not, are you not eating meat on Fridays too? Oh no, no, no. I'm doing all that. I'm like, I'm trying to eat whatever I can because I literally like can't keep anything inside me. And that's why I'm losing so much weight. It's just, I'm trying, I'm not like drinking or doing anything. You go to the doctor. Yeah, they, but they like my family doctors. Like, I have to refer you out to somebody else. You know how you know how they do. Oh Christ, you're gonna like get scoped, aren't you? Oh, I, fuck, I don't know. Like, I hope not. But like, if that's what it takes, then yeah, I guess. Like, I'd like to be able to know what's wrong with me. So you're but, at yeah. work. You can't have a candy bar. Like, oh, you- like literally, all I've been able to eat like is candy. Like, I'm eating. I literally had cookies and fucking yuhu right here because that's like I need something, and I know that's gonna like at least chill out for a while. But yeah, like back in back in January, I was like, hey, I need to talk to like a doctor. And they're like, yeah, I'll refer you to the specialist. Call them. And I was like, okay. And they're like, yeah, the soonest we'll be able to see you is April. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> like fucking April. And then uh, like 
I had a whole other list of people and they're all like, yeah, April is going to be the soonest. And I already know what's going to happen is like, I'm going to get there and they're going to be like, okay, we're going to try these three things and then come back in a month and tell me what's going on. And it's like, motherfucker, I've been doing all of this shit for months. Like, right. please give well, me something new. Just but, make sure that you tell them that because it's oh, yeah. like, be like, I am paying you. So here's what I've done. So don't tell me. And yeah. it is <laughs> Like the, I was looking through my insurance shit because like I actually have my own insurance now. And uh, like the one thing that isn't fucking covered at all by my insurance is like a gastroenterologist. Of course. Why would it's like, like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> Everything else. Like I was looking through some of the shit. It's like if I wanted fucking acupuncture or something, it's like I could go do that like once a month for fucking free, but I can't see a fucking GI doctor once. And it's like, of course, like, what the fuck? Jesus, tap dancing Christ. But no, like, yeah, it's just, it is what it is, you know? It'll, it'll okay. all boost out. All right. But, <laughs> all right. But yeah. So that, and I figure like, I, like all the reading and shit I've done on the internet, it's like, hey, alcohol doesn't really help these conditions if this is what it is. So I was like, yeah, maybe I'll try not drinking for a bit and see what happens or like cut down carbonated shit. So it's like, there's beer and it's like, you know, yeah, and it's like, whatever. Okay. I understand now. So this is not a religious thing. This is no, a, it's, a body it's cleansing. Like, it's like, when's the last time I did something like that? It's It's been probably like, six years since i've had any stretch of sobriety and that's because i was at boot camp and you can't do anything there and then before that like you know just whatever i started drinking or whatever so it's like huh okay Maybe every once in a while it'd be neat to do that and then yeah we'll, we'll see how we that goes tempt you we're, no but nobody tempt uh brian that's the we, other fucking even, thing yeah see you see i knew that that was going to come up in conversation well no like i uh i i went to one of my friends is he was like working in missouri he was like contracted out i don't know if you guys are aware of like all the radioactive waste that's like left over from the manhattan project that's like in missouri and like the southern united states back up the truck here so this is a long story project is over in new mexico yeah right that was where they blew the shit up yeah where they manufactured and like actually like curated whatever all of the uranium was like in uh well at least partially in missouri and then they shipped all the shit out west to actually like blow it up but there's like a bunch of radioactive waste that they just had like fucking buried in a landfill since like the fucking 40s and nobody's been uh they're like ah we'll worry about that later basically is like the attitude and then eventually they're like oh shit like this is then you have uh radium and thorium that are both like products of uh like alpha and beta and gamma decay or like i'm not a chemist but um it's like popping up all over the place and they're like oh shit there's a lot of people that live in these areas we need to get rid of it and then eventually they moved all of it to or as much as they could it was just a bunch of like radioactive dirt basically that they moved to this landfill that's literally like right next to the mississippi river and then on top of that Jesus yeah of course of right. course because that's that's good for business you know and then uh on top of that you know how like in pennsylvania there's like those coal fi those smoldering fires underground that are yeah like it's called centralia mm -hmm. that's burning since 1966 yeah. mm -hmm. okay so take yeah. that copy and paste it missouri like right next to this landfill that same shit's happening and it's like moving toward the landfill and the landfill is right on the fucking river and now it's like this race against time to get all this fucking radioactive material out of there and that's where my my friend comes in he's working literally government contracted for this company that's doing all that shit right now and it's like he doesn't even know what all is like going on because it's all need to know basis hush hush shit but he's like yeah check this out and he hands me this fucking yeti mug and he's like i got this for surviving 200 days on the job site and i'm like are they not expecting people to survive and he's like oh like 10 people have already gotten like brain cancer and i'm like so they give you a mug <laughs> for fucking surviving and he went he tell me he's going back tell me he's, <laughs> he's going back. the oh, money's great Christ. like i'm sure it is but <laughs> cancer the cancer too it's good oh, chef's kiss yeah so uh so they're I'm, trying to like move the radioactive material because they're afraid that it's going to eventually catch on fire yeah and then just get into the river next, and all next that shit. mississippi you know yeah. Yeah, they're just taking Bikini you know, Bottom and pushing major it river, that's so all. they don't have to worry 
worry about it for another like 50 years or something. But yeah, so like they're finding all like he said they were finding shit next to freeways and like within like 10 feet of like residential property and like all this fucking nightmare shit. Mm-hmm. And like, and then he's like, "You wouldn't believe how much shit the government wastes money on." And I'm like, "Oh, honey, like you're talking you're- my language. Like, what's <laughs> up?" Um, but they're buying like they were supposed. The project started in like September of last year, and he said they were supposed to be done by December, which was the last time he came home to hang out, and that was the last time I saw him. And then he went back down. There, it's now March. They're still working. They're over budget beyond schedule and they're like yeah this is probably going to take at least until may or june so it's like nobody knows and they're buying all these like they have like porta potties to use on job sites but they're buying like these fucking luxury portable bathrooms or some shit and it's like nobody's even fucking using them because they have all this fucking hazmat like radiation suit shit like i don't fucking just peeing and pooping in the suits yeah. man yeah. <laughs> or like, the leg into the boot you know yeah just so he came home and basically was like hey come hang out at this place and uh i went to see him and it was like the whole night everybody's like hey get fucked up and i'm like nah like it's okay like i don't want to drink or do anything and they're like okay but it's here. like literally surrounding you on all sides if you want it but like the whole time he's telling me this fucking story and i'm like what the fuck like this is legit and then i was like all of it checks out any asshole can google this shit and they're like yeah the epa and like all this shit the army corps of engineers they're all work it's like a literal about to be like the next fucking chernobyl basically in missouri and it's like i I've talked to like two other people ever that have known about it. And like, it's yeah, fucking whack. What? Talking about the next Chernobyl and me and Jay are still laughing about fucking jiggling. <laughs> Shit in the mood. <laughs> We're such classy fucking guys, man. No, no like I can see and almost like if I thought really hard about it, it's like I've worn one of those suits. I can think of what it would be like to shit yourself in one of them. Like yeah. it's all it's all sucked no. real tight against you, you know? And it's like it would slide down and it would like be coating the inside. It would be like an extra layer of the suit, you know? Like Yes, it would be. It would protect okay. you from radiation, maybe. I don't know. Like, start. It'd be like Predator when you cover yourself in mud and you can't see. We're gonna be you, getting like, a bunch of people listening to us and like, and this is when I stop listening to their podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm, um, I'm tuning out. <laughs> it was interesting until Chris and Jay couldn't stop laughing about shitting in a radioactive protective suit. Oh, I'm such a child. I apologize. I, oh, just, I just stand in there just doing the uh, left and right and like, fuck, fuck. And then just doing the like the kid with look, the red face. Just I do have pushing it out. I do have a question, <sighs> though. How do you like do you have to like do decontamination and then get out? Oh, of yeah. The suit? Yeah, they have to like he said they have to like Man. spray it off with like bleach solution and like scrub all the shit. Fuck, so that I way, bet, like, when they take the suits off, they don't like actually contaminate their skin and shit like I don't know the whole process, but it's like there is definitely an entire Wait a second. time out. What is the salary for this kind of work? No idea. Oh, dude, you got to find out what they're paying him. I mean, yeah, like, up, whatever it is, because he's like, I mean, he's just a part of uh, because like they work. He works for a company that they do like oil drilling and stuff. And it's like they're while they're digging underground trying to find all this shit. They're also installing wells. So it's like an efficient process, but it's like. Uh, they like it's i i don't even understand all of it he says he doesn't even understand all of it but like hey they gave him a mug so what's up um, <laughs> those jetty mugs are pretty sweet yeah though. they're pretty yeah. nice like, yeah, <laughs> they're, you know, they're awesome yeah, yeah it's like laser engraved with like the it's laser engraved with like the name of the company on the side of it and everything <laughs> yeah. and it's like yeah it's a pretty nice mug you know like, hey, while the cancer eats do? away at your organs yeah. like an unstoppable right. rebel for it was adrian what's up like, <laughs> it is a nice mug does anybody else smell pennies <laughs> Oh, damn, damn. But yeah, like, uh, it's super strange. But yeah, they have. There's a bunch of, like, he he says he's in the section. So the EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers and somebody else are like all splitting this project up, and it's like each group has like six subcontractors under it, and then it's like it's from all over the country, maybe even all over the world. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like I want to know. It, they're taking it all somewhere like they removed 70 percent of the dirt back in like i can't remember like 
the nineties or early two thousands, but it's like, there's still enough there for it to be a pro. Oh fuck. That's what he was talking about. He said like, uh, cause they all have like Geiger counters and shit. And, um, it literally like was the scene in Chernobyl where they're like, ah, oh, 3.4 Ronkin, like not bad, not, or not great, not terrible. But here. it's like, Hey dude, like that's as high as the fucking gauge goes. So maybe we should get another one just to check. And they're like, nah, but he said basically like the same thing happened where it was like the second they turned it on one day, it just maxed out. And it was just like, all right, like we're going to go back over there in fucking Missouri. <laughs> in fucking Missouri. Yeah, fucking Missouri. What's up? God damn it. <laughs> like near, like they just built cities near this shit or the cities were already there. Yeah, it's like St. Louis. Like it was already there. Been there for a while, yeah. Yeah, like but the like they're adding to it in this area. And it's like, yeah, this is just a landfill where they dump everybody's garbage and it's just, you know, about to be potentially on fire and leaking into the Mississippi River. So okay. with any luck, someday it'll be hitting New Orleans and then it'll be like, they've had hurricanes they've got radiation they've you know like this ugh. city smells like a bum's nut sack in the <laughs> <laughs> i've been there that's crazy do, now like do they put like the dirt or whatever in like um 55 gallon like, I, barrels you know, i can try to look up because like they're trying to because i know like there's no like they don't know how to get rid of this shit like wait wait it's, wait Wait, here you go. Wait, I, I just happened to t- I have this thing called the internet on my computer. Yeah, I'm back. Webs, and uh, this is from 2019, by the way. So it's for years. Many of the residents have filed lawsuits against the Cotter Corporation and Malin Cockrod companies. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. There's cock in it, I think. Uh, the company's responsible for dumping the radioactive nuclear waste in an unlined landfill as well as in an open pile on a field near what is now the Lambert St. Louis International Airport. You gotta let that shit breathe, man. 87,000 tons of atomic waste lie buried in the Westlake landfill in the city of Bridgeton. An underground fire in a neighborhood landfill is headed towards the radioactive material. This is not a secret. This is in the open. I can't even believe what I'm reading. This is right. the only thing. The only thing crazier would be fucking Sharknado. <laughs> Seriously, are you fucking kidding? This is we have fucking Ukraine in the backyard now. This is the same goddamn thing that happened to those yeah. poor people. And then uh, there's shit. like I need to find another article because I was trying to look up the one that I found. But now it's like there's reports of like literally the military just spraying like radioactive compounds like all around St. Louis anyway, like testing on. Like God damn it! Hold on, uh, let me find it. They're gonna fucking turn it into another exclusion zone. No shit, no shit. I, I, I. Whew, if we have any listeners in that area, would you please take pictures of this fucking dump? But don't get too goddamn close. You know the Ronk encounter, whatever. Yeah, use your Zoom. <laughs> yeah, use the Zoom. Those i those iPhone twelve plus with the three cameras, because I'm part of the proletariat i have an 11 and it only has two cameras you know because i'm not fucking cool but take pictures of that shit see like christopher has you get one of those goddamn things you take a picture you let us know that's wild i'm shit. frivolous <laughs> that's why that's I have wild it. shit i never in a million years that i think we would ever have a story like this no and it's been it's i mean this has been developing for literally like fucking 80 years now almost land like- a land a landfill fire is heading towards 87,000 tons of nuclear waste, which happens to be parked next to the, mo- the the most major river, the largest river with the most traffic in, in North America. Who's the fucking brilliant fucking dickbag that thought that, that was a good idea? <laughs> like, Some let's government take all this employee. nuclear dirt. Just put it right by this major waterway. Christ no, all of this was Nothing so bad could come like, of this, guys. But uh, I'm so this one. U.S. military secretly sprayed radioactive particles in St. Louis and Texas. A college professor from St. Louis, Missouri, claims that allegedly harmless chemical sprays that doused the city in the 50s and 60s as Cold War-era protection measure was something much more sinister. Interesting. So, yeah, like, shit like this has just been going on for a while, I guess. Um, But, yeah, so that's a a little tangent, but an interesting story. Um, Yeah. That's why everybody's getting the cancer, dude. It has yeah, but no, like, that's because what was it? Uh, where, where was the Tuskegee experiment? Was that in Missouri? No, that's Alabama, isn't oh, it? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But 
Okay. Yeah, the South, you know, just, you know, poor folk and, you know, especially if they if they could spray more uh, more African-American folk, just like they fucking injected them with syphilis and didn't tell them, you know, whatever, whatever. You know, what are they going to do about it? Nothing. Yeah, And everybody's like, oh, I don't understand why they'd be so weary about getting a vaccine now. And it's like, dog, look at the fucking record, (laughs) man, like. I don't see how anybody could be like at least not worried. Did you, did you see? He saw that that one tweet that I retweeted with the uh, the blue check mark fucking picture. Yeah, yeah. Would you like to explain what that was? <sighs> so I, I, I still. It had something up. to do with forcing yeah, speaking take, vaccines. Yeah, the vaccine, right? And like putting people who refuse to take a vaccine and like deporting them or some shit like that. Like it was it was something to that effect and my question is like that's fine if you feel that way but uh how about you go ahead and fucking come over here and do it your goddamn self instead of sending some agent of the state over here to do it right i mean seriously it was it's embarrassing go ahead christopher i'm sorry <clears throat> well anyways it was something that uh, the ace had quote tweeted and it was uh some blue check mark won't say their names but they said uh Vaccines should not be voluntary, but y'all aren't ready to have that conversation. I saw that yesterday. And then, and then this other brilliant blue check mark says, "I'm ready. Send all the refuseniks Refuse out on a garbage barge, or at least stop them from entering all public and private spaces. They don't deserve to mix with those of us who care enough about the community to get vaccinated. When there is a deadly virus, vaccines should be mandatory." <laughs> Go ahead, come and fucking do it then. That's some I don't have right. a problem with her opinion. I mean I mean she's she's a complete asshole, but right if you believe that, then have the courage of your conviction. Don't wait for an agent of the state. Go ahead and just fucking start trying to run around inoculating people and see what happens. Go ahead. Right, right. Good luck. Yeah. Well, did you also see um they're talking about how instead of it being like a one time or like one time, two dose, however many fucking doses it takes sure. now. Um, they're like, it's just, this is like the precursor for like a seasonal thing where it's going to be like a flu shot where it's like, you have to get it every year yep. and like all that. And it's like, well, they didn't market that. That wasn't what like, <laughs> but that's exactly what's going to happen. No, for sure. But, and it's like, that made me think, I know it's like a stretch, but it's like you, everything's fucking subscription based. Now you don't own anything. It's like, even like fucking shit like Adobe programs. It's like you used to be able to buy it and like, yeah, it would be like a couple hundred dollars. But now it's like, like, no, you have to pay thirty dollars every month. And if you don't Microsoft use Microsoft fucking office, yeah. like how you used to be oh. able to just buy the yeah. software and, and have it. Somebody literally like tweeted under that. They're like, in what? And like by 2030, you'll own nothing and be happy. And it's like they're trying to gear everything that fucking way. And it's like, yeah, I guess why would it be any different? I mean, healthcare is already fucking bleeding people of money, but it's like, are, like, what's the point in curing something when you could treat it forever and milk the fuck out of them? Absolutely. But, Absolutely. The money's not in the cure. The money's in the medicine. Yeah. That's the way it always works. If in the but, pharmaceutical companies that have all these people that they continue to vote for these assholes, they all in their pockets. You know what I mean? Like, there's no... we. I knew it was going to be a seasonal thing. Not because I'm a virologist or an epidemiologist or any of that horseshit, but you could see it coming because if we start talking, as soon as you, the virus mutates all the time, that's its fucking job. That's how it makes itself a better, more transmissible virus, like the influenza, right? You, the, the flu that people get now is it the flu that you got in 1919. Oh, no. no. I mean, the, the flu you shot know? that you get is only 30% effective anyway because Correct. it mutates so much. Right. And that's, that's okay. So that was like kind of something. I, again, not an epidemiologist, but I mean, I've read I've like in biology and then in like medic school and all that shit. Like we touch briefly on like infectious disease and virus uh, and like viruses and how they work. And it's like once you contract a virus, it doesn't like it is latent in your system. Like you just aren't showing symptoms for it anymore. But it's like you have it like it's the same with the flu. Yep. And I was told. And I mean, I'm sure new shit comes up every day because that's how science works. I get that. But I was told that like, let's see, there's like certain things that it's like you get it once and it's like, all right, like there'd be no point in giving you a vaccine because you have that latent virus in your system. So it's like your body can produce antibodies against that. And it's like, I understand that it mutates. 
still outside of your body. So it's like, there will be new things for you to come into contact with, but that's like, everybody's like, why haven't you gotten the vaccine yet? And I'm like, I mean, I fucking had it. So it's like, is there even a reason for me to like, I understand that it's going to mutate. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I understand that people still get flu shots every year, but I also understand that it's like only a certain degree of effective. And it's like, I like, I don't, I don't know if I can afford to wait longer. Like, why wouldn't I? Because it's like, if I don't have a reason to go get it right now and I want it like, everybody's like, what, you don't, you don't trust. It's like, I mean, they fucking run, like they rushed through the whole process, like albeit because they had to, to like supply the demand in the market. But it's like, I don't want to be the first one in line for that. Like I, like, I'm sure everyone that's worked on it is incredibly qualified and they literally are doctors, but it's like, that doesn't mean that shit doesn't get fucked up. And it's like, why would I go out of my way to do that if I don't have to? So it's like, I don't disagree with what you're saying. At the same time, I know that in our particular community that we roll in, there's a lot of um, uh, skepticism, specifically with this vaccine. And then there's, of course, other people that are skeptical about every vaccine. Here's, right. And here's it's like, where do you draw the line? Like- that's exactly right. Because here's the thing. My favorite, and if it pisses off somebody, that's fine. I, you're entitled to your opinion. But every anti-vaxxer that I've ever met had the benefit of being vaccinated as a child. Right. Okay. And it wasn't up to them. It just happened. Right. It happened. Polio is definitely something you never want to get. Um, you know, measles is definitely something you want to get. And I'm part of the last generation that got vaccinated against smallpox, I believe. They stopped doing that because they believed it. They said, I think the World, World Health Organization said it had been eradicated. Now, they mind still, you, they was, still give it to people that get deployed, like in the military. Of course, at least. because it's a chemical yeah. weapon. Yeah, right. exactly. Think about how many people have died as a result of smallpox throughout history. I mean, that's a lot of people. Yeah, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of native people from if, if the stories are to believe be believed rather about what happened. Like, I don't know if it was the blankets in the Spanish uh, with the with the Aztecs or whatnot. But I mean, you're talking about an entire population that had no protection, no exposure to this whatsoever. And it ran rampant through them. So oh, yeah. vaccines do save lives. I don't care what anybody says. They do. The, the rushing thing. I mean, vaccines you know how how far they've come in 50 60 years i don't know again i don't work in that in that field i understand that they rushed it because yeah they they were worried about it you know killing i don't know they they made it they true i remember a year ago we thought that like the world was coming to an end like it's a black death this year and i'm like okay well we'll fucking see it didn't work out that way though now one percent of seven billion people is a lot of fucking people okay 1% 1% of 7 billion is still a lot of people that kick oh, yeah. it. And if you can mitigate that by, by any means, then you should, that's the right thing to do, right? That is the right thing to do. Am I going to get the vaccine? Probably. Probably my, my 89 year old father got his first dose and he's fine. Um, what happens 10 years from now? I don't know. Nobody, we're, n- there's no reason. Yeah, there's no way any of us could know that. Cause we don't fucking right. know. You know what I'm saying? As far as these cutards and all these people who talk about, oh, they're putting nanobots in the vaccine and you're getting chipped and all that. I'm like, bro, they, you carry around a spy device in your pocket all day long. Do you really think they need to go to that length? They're going to spend the money on that. They're going to buy bombs. They already know what you're talking about. You say it on Twitter all the time. They already know who the fuck you are. They got all of your information. You carry around a spying device with you everywhere you go. Right. But now, now is when they're going to come and get you. Everybody needs to calm the fuck down. If you don't want to take the vaccine, I don't think you should. I don't think you should do anything you don't want to do. I, I really don't. And if you're healthy yeah, yeah. and you're not overweight or any of that shit, great. Good for you. Good for you. I don't think what's going to happen to people that don't do it now. Like, what are they going to get barred from? Like, well, that's fucking the blue check shit like that. We were just talking about that's because it's like that's definitely an easy. It's not even a jump to make. Like, it's right there. Like, here's the thing. British Airways has already said that that you're going to need a vaccine passport. In other words, like back in the day when you used to travel to certain countries in Africa, you had to be inoculated against certain things because certain things there would kill you okay because you're not exposed to them right so you had to be vaccinated to enter into the country why because you know you you really don't want to die of this it's a bad thing right yeah it's like all the malaria drugs they make they'd make i mean again military they'd be like i mean there's a good example of it in uh the movie jarhead where jamie five it's like they're about to invade uh what was it iraq 
Yeah, they were stationed for the in Saudi first Arabia. Gulf War. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, "Hey, we're about to like go over the line, but like, here, take these fucking malaria pills." And they're like, "Sign this fucking waiver." But it's like <laughs> it wasn't really an option. It's like they have to. And it's like, but uh, it's 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 a pretty good example of like this whole dilemma. But they do it in like thirty seconds. Um, well, the same should happen to you in boot camp, along with every other service person, right? Oh, that was like we didn't really—they didn't—they didn't ask. You were there, and it's like you're standing in line, and they're just like poking you and prodding you with knee. I don't even know what all they gave us. That's I know, what I'm like, saying. One was penicillin, know. though. Like, but uh, fucking shit. There was one more thing. I can't remember what it was. It's okay. But yeah, it's just interesting to think about. It is interesting. And speaking of nuclear dirt shifting gears a little bit there's serious dirt in mongolia the decimation of your asshole on horseback uh the origin of that phrase courtesy of christopher here in mongolia which i think i is definitely on my list of places to go if i'm never going to get there because i i'm just i know i'm never going to get there so i'll just read about the con from the comfort of my own home but apparently there's, you make it man yeah there's an apocalyptic sandstorm that's going on in mongolia right now and uh, neighboring communist China. So, like, I, there's pictures of this stuff. It'll be in the show notes where it li- it, it literally turned uh, day into night, and it's wild shit. Like, I don't know if anybody's had the uh, time to look at it or not. Angel's the one who turned turned uh, turned me on to the story. So, I don't know. Like, do we get sandstorms? We get sandstorms in the Southwest, don't we? Like people that live in Arizona, like out out in the desert, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think like the they call it the Santa Ana winds that come in and like okay. do stuff, and I don't know, but yeah, it's like every year in California or something, and they say whack shit happens like every. It's like when people talk about the full moon, it's like oh, like wild shits happen, and it's a full moon, and then like when the Santa Anas kick up, it's like everybody goes crazy or something, or it like brings it out of people. Yeah. Right on. Okay. And that's like, oh man, I've been reading a lot more about shit like that like more i guess like whether it's like occult stuff or like magic stuff and it's just like stuff that like you think of as like i previously at least thought i was like there's nothing to any of this but it's like well if this is like a legend and if enough people know about it in general it's like even subconsciously it might have an effect on somebody it's like so many people have heard the full moon shit their entire life that it's like whether they believe it or not maybe something about it does make them act different just because they've heard about it for so long and it's like one of those self-fulfilling prophecy type things right and it's like there's a ton of shit like that and then uh it's like fuck i was listening to a bunch of other podcasts and like reading a bunch of other books and it's just weird how much like alistair crowley comes up and like that fucking guy Definitely. and it's just like trying to chase every little avenue off of that it's like you literally don't have enough time like there's so much shit but it's i don't know it's pretty it's pretty interesting that and is- then like that gets into like a bunch of secret society shit and i'm just like what the fuck like where is all of this shit coming from um but no that's also been like the past week just like hanging out it's like stuff I don't know if it's just always been doing this, but it's like, I just like how aware have I been of like my actual surroundings, but it's like seeing symbols for like certain things and being like, Oh, well, like, what does that mean? And then it's like, you read a little deeper into it. And it's like, somehow all of this shit comes back to like fucking Freemasons or like the, some, fu- you know what I mean? Like, it's just, but it's like all been there. Like you see it on like tie clasps and stuff or like mm-hmm. signs on the road or like fucking, it's just so weird. How much of that stuff? That's another tangent. Sorry, but no, that's okay. What is it about the Freemasons that no that people don't like? Right? I mean, because they have a pig roast, but then they also control the government. Well, that's the thing. It's like nobody. That's like I was. I, fucking, I really like. I'm. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. I watched the Lego Movie the for the first time ever the other day. Oh, like, I love that movie. Okay. They, okay. I, I promise this makes sense. I promise. I, this I'm, makes sense. I'm. I'm hanging in there. Okay, so they talk about, like, the one that's going to save the fucking world or whatever, like, Chris Pratt's character, it's like, that he's supposed to be the master builder, right? Like, that's yeah. the thing. So, uh, I was reading a book, it's that fucking checklist book that I have, that it's like, everything's just a process, and you can find a way to make a checklist for it, and it's basically just, like, how engineers work every day, so, like, that's why I said I have, like, a whole new respect for them, because they find a way to make everything a checklist, basically. Um and then like the gaps between steps is just room to improvise basically. Um, but 
that book talks about the concept of the master builders and it's like back in the day when they were fucking building castles they had a dude that would be there from start to finish first block to last block that oversaw the entire thing and knew how to do all of it himself but it's then like as things become more complex it's like too much information for one person to have at any one time so they assembled a team that were like some of them were specialized but it's like they all knew what they were doing and they all knew how to work together and they would like trade bits of information here so it's like i might not be certified in what you're certified in but it's like we can both work together and bring about this whole process so they called that like the end of the master builders and now it's like teams but it's like it still takes someone to assemble that team and to know that they have all of the knowledge that they're going to need, even if it's not in their own head, it's like having that person there is the equivalent of having it in a book on a shelf and they can go grab it whenever they need to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was look, I was talking about that and it's like fucking Lego movie dudes, na- Morgan Freeman's character is Vitruvius. And I was like, Oh, I've heard of fucking Vitruvius before. And it's, he was like literally a fucking like engineer architect, like fucking uh, tactician all this shit for like the Roman empire, like way back in the fucking day. And it was like, he literally was like the one that like wrote all these books on like how to develop cities and like the difference between like private, like housing architecture and then like public space architecture and like how to put things in certain places. And it's like, that's where the fucking Da Vinci's Vitruvian man comes from and like the human proportions to everything. And it's like, it's there's no fucking coincidence to any of this shit but then you go from all that stuff and then it's like someone was talking about freemasonry and it's like they are all master builders of whatever their field is and it's like i was fucking i was talking about uh i was at a funeral for my uncle earlier this week and i was talking to one of my other family members because it was like somebody there was wearing a fucking pin for the freemasons or something and i was like oh so yeah like freemasons like what about what do you what do you think about all that and then like uh we were like talking about how like daylight savings time was coming up and i was like yeah how fucking weird is that like a bunch of fucking farmers couldn't just decide to wake up an hour earlier or go to bed an hour later or whatever. And then I was like, what if they realized that they're the ones that literally supply every person with their food and that everybody depends on them. So they're like, no, we're going to make everybody else wake up an hour earlier or an hour later, because technically we hold all the fucking cards and they have to come to us. So like, I'm like, I was making a joke that like, maybe that's what happened. And they were like, actually that probably just is what the fuck happened because it's like, we def- it's the same logic from fight club. It's like, you depend on us. We build, we build every fucking building that you depend on, not just falling down at random times. Like, all of the stuff you take for granted every day is something that they have provided for you. And it's like, like they could, if they really wanted to create a society that then like they get to make all their secret little deals and work together. And it's like, whatever's happening on the surface might be completely unrelated to them. And I think that's why people are so scared because it's like, what the fuck are these people up to? Like, can we, can we trust them? But it's like, in a way you have to, because they're the ones that literally design every tangible aspect of your life every day. And it's just, that is incredibly fascinating to me. And it's like, now stuff like that just seems to be popping up everywhere. And I don't know what to make of it. Other than just talk about it. I remembered, um, I couldn't remember the entire story, but um, so daylight saving time comes from a man named George Hudson. And he was a entomologist from New Zealand. And he came up with the concept of daylight saving time. He proposed a two-hour time shift so he'd have more time after work hours of sunshine to go bug hunting in the summer. Bug Just for hunting? him specifically. We, we do this for a man who wanted to go bug hunting? That, that's, right. what, that's, Ex- what, that's exactly uh, what I'm saying, though. This guy's just like, ah, I feel like doing this today. It'd be a lot cooler if I had more sunlight. And it's like, all right, how can I sell this to everybody else? So that and I- then um, it says that <laughs> the German Empire and Austria-Hungary organized the first nationwide implementation starting on April 30th, 1960. Uh, or I'm sorry, 1916, many countries have used it at various times since then, particularly since the 1970s energy crisis. So let me get this straight. So it's 1916. And like, if you wanted to take a train from fucking Zurich in Switzerland, 
you know, to some place in Bavaria, and they're like, well, the time here is once hour forward, and you have not abided by this, so the train is going to be once late, and you're not going to get there. So fuck you. You better move your time clock forward. Like, how does this even work? Like, if the Austria, Hungary, and Germany are like, this is what we are going to do. And then the French are like, oh, sorry, we're not going to do that. And it's the middle of the. <laughs> There's different states in the United States that don't recognize it. And I'm like, doesn't I don't that fuck something it. up? Like, how do the how the fuck do they? I don't like, make it all because like ultimately it doesn't really change anything. No, it because doesn't. it's time as a concept, which is like how That's we are saying. using it. And That's so it's I'm like, saying. what the fuck? Like, why does it matter? Like, I don't understand. But it would be basically the same as if you just worked at a company and the whole company is like, hey, we're coming in an hour early tomorrow or like whatever. It's like you just choose which part of it you want to shift. Do you choose the time or do you choose the people? And it's like, what difference does it ultimately All make? All that shit makes me incredibly uncomfortable. But why? I don't like it. But why? Well, here, think about this. This is what, now I understand the concept. Like there's 24 hours in a day, right? Yeah. We're talking about, you know, the revolution of the planet, right? As we're going yeah. around this giant glowing star. Where do you want to draw right? the lines? Yeah, we made 24 of them for some reason. We made, we made but... 24 of them. Okay, well, the universe did or whatever. Okay, all right, let's, yeah, let's but that... <laughs> Here's the thing though, but here's the thing. So the way I understood it as a kid is like, who's the asshole who thought that they could add time? To cut the, it off, to their cut day. off one end of the blanket and sew it to the other. And right, exactly. Like, like it, it never made sense to me. But then it's the people like, well, that's because, you know, the day it's going to get longer because, you know, you put your co- co- clock back for, you know, and, and then and then there's going to be put more cock back. Put your cock in your ass, you fuck. No, seriously. And then but then what about the inverse? It's like, OK, in the middle of November, when it's already getting dark at two o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. we're make it dark at one. Like, why is that helping anybody? And like, because oh, it, yeah, it's the kids are, so they can stand at the school bus in the daylight. Fuck them damn kids. I don't care about that. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't care about kids standing at the bus stop in the fucking daylight. It was raining all fucking day long here. I saw this poor kid on the side of the street with his stupid fucking mask on, soaked in rain in the dark. So where were you there? Fuck you. That's where you are. That's what I'm saying. Cocking your ass. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, that was, no, that's, <laughs> that's like. Right. Perfect transition. But since we're winging it, we didn't know what we are transitioning into. So <laughs> no, no idea. I didn't know that we were going. And I had no idea that we were going to talk about daylight savings time. Well, no, me neither. I'm sorry. But... I feel very strongly right. about that. I, I, I don't but like I remember it. hearing something differently. So like I'm. I remember hearing it came like as a result of a guy who wanted like his workers to like, you know, to gain more hours or, or something like the time for the daylight versus the nighttime. And he didn't I always thought like, it was farmers or something. Yeah. That's I thought it was, I was farmers, told. but as far as a, a, a dude, an industrialist yeah, wanting I, to get more hours out of workers, trust me at that point in history, that wasn't a fucking problem. It was, you're going to work six days a week for 16 hours a day or you're fucking fired. You know what I mean? And it's because of unions that you have a weekend and an eight hour work day. But, you know, conservatives hate hearing that shit. Well, They're now like, unions oh, are shit anyway. Are like... fucking useless. Well, most of them are useless now. You're absolutely right. But back in the day, they used to fight the National Guard. So they, you know, they weren't pussies the whole time. I think right. we should yeah. work four days and have three days off. I don't think we should work at all. I am a worker against work. <laughs> Okay. I like, I, but everybody's like, it's like, okay, what are you gonna do? And everybody's like, oh, I'd have a farm. And they're like, well, that's a lot of fucking work. But at least it's work for <laughs> yeah, you. Right. You know, right. like it's like on my own terms. And it's like, yeah, I'd probably start bitch. I guarantee you, I'd bitch about that every day too. It's just like everybody needs something to bitch about. But um, I guess so, man. I don't know what <laughs> I, what the fuck would I do if I didn't have to go to work? I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd learn to farm and like learn how to hunt and learn how to make shit. Like I'd, I'd be a professional like porn reviewer on on porn <laughs> like that and give like the scene by scene breakdown, the lighting, if the actress looked like she was interested or if the dude if looked the like the dude's wearing clown makeup. Yes, indeed. Yes, Somebody indeed. somewhere wants to watch midget clown porn. I'm telling you. Rule 34, right? Is that market rule th- it's rule 34 of the internet. Yeah. The market there's, a porn, will there's, there's a yeah, the, there's porn for everything. You want it, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> it really is Burger King. You can't have it your way. <laughs> right. 
so let me ask you this since you brought up burger king angel from what i understand hates burger king with the fire of a thousand suns she thinks it's garbage i okay so here's here's including the disrespecting the fucking original chicken no, sandwich no, that's I like, no i like the chicken sandwiches i don't like their hamburgers you are wrong sir is it the their smoked charbroiled I, flavor that they put on it or? i don't know their it, their hamburgers are fucking disgusting they're gross i can't i won't eat them like okay. they're just gross Rank- i mean i could you know i could plow a whopper you know i could go for a whopper right now actually I've never like, had a whopper. Which, every day you know if only if only we all had our own whoppers right now we could just start eating them right in the middle of the podcast <laughs> right in oh, front man. of her i won't eat uh next time mcdonald's like burgers or like sandwiches either i prefer wendy's um I'm i like weird. mcdonald's breakfast sandwiches and that's about it I do like McDonald's breakfast, but I'm weird. Like, if I go to McDonald's and I'm getting anything, and a lot of people are, are pretty, like, the filet of fish, man. Like I was going to say, that's the one thing I can't fucking eat at McDonald's. <laughs> that's, that's, the only, that's the only thing I get when I go there. I don't, uh... like, the, I don't like McDonald's burgers. Call me weird, man, but I I like the flavor of fish. But see, it's like there's something for everybody. Something for everybody. No, I've tried like McDonald's sandwich. I've tried their hamburgers. I've tried their chicken sandwiches, their grilled chicken sandwiches. Like you name it, I tried it. Don't like it. The only thing I like is their breakfast sandwiches, and that's it. And their fries are not really. They used to be good, but they're They're not. They're only good if they're hot. The second the, the second they start to cool down, they're a nasty, starchy pile of dog shit in your mouth i think <laughs> wendy's fries used to be better before they changed them too. when they had the natural cut fries i like uh, honestly i think five guys has like some of, of, of like any i know they're more oh, like no. a casual fast joint but their fries are fucking immaculate. oh yeah there's a yeah. five guys like 200 i could literally right go in I'm there like you don't really even have to give me a burger right you need to go there now <laughs> Hang up your fucking headset and go get a sandwich. Give me an order of fries. The last time I ate Five Guys, though, I literally, like, it was, like, 10 minutes of, like, bliss, and then I was, like, I am going to die. <laughs> Why? Because you ate the whole, the, the, what happened? Did I you think have... it was just so, it's, like, because it's super greasy. It like, is. It, it literally, it's like. It slides uh, right out of your Yeah, ass. exactly. It's just, like. <laughs> It slides right out of here. Yeah, I might as well be like leg. Inside, baby. I might as well be the skeleton that's like drinking the beer and it's just like psh, like spilling all over the place. Like that's me when I eat five guys, you know? Like I keep forgetting you got a condition. Like, oh no, not even just, no, this is before that even. This was just like any time oh, okay. I ever ate five guys, like at all. <laughs> it's just you, a lot of grease. I used to be like that man, like uh, back in the day when uh my before my wife and I uh, uh got married. I, she would be like, oh, you know, let's go do this and then we can have dinner. And I, I had to tell her straight away. I was like, I'm going to go ahead and be honest with you. We're going to eat at the end because whatever activity we're doing, like once we eat something, I need to be close to a toilet yeah. because I could have spontaneous diarrhea at any point in time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even a joke. Yeah. You know, like- and everybody's been there. And I, that's why it's fucking funny. Because everybody's been in the situation where you get the bubble guts and it's the five minute warning that you better. Yeah, find dude, it's that primeval hole. or primordial like, even... terror. Like, yes. Oh, the freezing touch of fear. You feel you feel the rumble in the Bronx and it's time to get down. Like there have been, I remember like probably one of the worst times was like I was in Athens, Ohio at Ohio University. Like I didn't even go there yet. This was like I was on leave from the military. And it was one of those times in the winter when it was like negative fucking 20 degrees out for some reason. And it's like, everything's shut down. Nobody's outside. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a car. So I had to walk across campus. And I like, it was like, I was at point of no return. I'm like, it's exactly as far back as it is to go forward. And then it strikes Uh and you're just like, Oh Oh, no, like, Oh "Oh, no. And I'm like desperately looking around. And then like, there was like this construction site because they were like building onto a new building or something. And there's a porta potty. And I'm like, it is negative 20 degrees outside right now. But like, I still do not want to shit my pants. So like I busted into that shit and sat down and it literally sucked the life out of me. It was like, ah, (laughs) like fucking, Like, I thought it was going to be like uh, a Christmas story, but instead of my tongue to a pole, it was going to be my ass cheeks to this toilet seat. (laughs) But it was like, hey, like any port in a storm, my dude, it was exactly what you needed, exactly when you needed it. And it was like, you you beggars can't be choosers. Sometimes you just got to fucking go for it. Like, 
Yeah. I, mean, I, would, I think I would almost rather have the cold porta potty than the hot porta potty. Oh, I've done that I've, too. I've, I was going to say, oh, yeah. I've had the inverse um, back in the day when I did industrial roofing. Yeah. Oh, and it just and we had a porta potty. Like we were down doing a job down in the, uh, it was North Carolina, but it was like late spring. So it yeah. was pretty fucking hot down there. And you'd be on the roof just fucking with a massive case of swamp ass and then have to go to a porta potty and you go into the porta potty and it's uh, like fucking 25 degrees hotter yeah. in the porta potty on top of the fact that you're smelling an amalgamation oh, yeah. of everybody else's shit that has shat inside uh, of there. Yeah, it's a At shit least, flavored sauna, dude. Oh, no. yeah, right. No. Like the shit smells so thick, like you can literally feel it slurping into your nostrils. No, no, no. Permeating all of your pores, like it's a part of you now. No, it, I yeah, did it's that horrible. 29 Palms, California, the fucking Mojave Desert. It was like 110, 115 degrees outside in fucking July. And it's like, same deal. It's like, well, this is it. I mean, the whole place is a litter box. It's all fucking sand, but it's like, you want some privacy. So you go in there and it's like, yeah, it's like 140 fucking degrees in there. And you're just like, huh? Oh, Look, I'm going to fucking die in here of heat stroke. And then somebody's going to have to pull me out with shit everywhere. Like, no. The best then, part, the best part, though, is when you're done and you walk out, it feels yeah. really cool outside. Yeah, you went into a fucking walk-in <laughs> freezer. Like, yeah. Right? You go outside and you're like, oh, it's refreshing. And it doesn't smell like shit out here. <laughs> like walking around like fucking pig pen, just fucking permeating like all of this shit out into the air. Like. It's it's terrible, man. This is like how many times have we talked about shit in this podcast? It always man? comes back to shit. Like why? <laughs> like well, we're just winging it today. Let's throw in a bunch of lowbrow potty humor. We've yeah, had we're a really lot good. of solid we're, points though. We're probably gonna turn off a lot of longtime listeners. Oh no, we talked about. We were at five and a half like two minutes ago, and then we're yeah. just down to the half. Like they're gonna be looking at the catalog. They're like, oh, Michael Humor, huh? Scott Horton. Oh, oh, shit. They went, they went Michael, Michael humor, Scott Horton, potty humor. Yeah, we've got range, okay? We can do it all. Yeah. Christ. We'll, fight, we'll fucking dynamic. We are dynamic. Yeah, we're, we're dynamic. And everybody's had that fucking experience, man. That's why it's funny. Right. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's been it's there. Relatable. Like the duck walk, the pinching the cheeks, all that stuff, man. It's just, wah, 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 wah. I just, it's absolutely terrifying, like to be, Anywhere, like, I mean, I got sick on an international flight going to Mexico. Um, oh, where, that'd be horrible. Oh, dude. Okay, so we're telling kids stories. So here we go. All right, this is my worst one yet. It's my worst one yet. So we were, we were down in Houston, uh, Houston for, uh, it's back in the day, Continental Airlines. Their hub was in Houston, okay? So you had to fly from Cleveland to Houston and then Houston to Mexico City, right? So we're at the airport. Flights delayed or whatever. We finally get on this fucking Airbus, and we, it takes I think like almost two and a half hours to get to Mexico City from there. And they give us this meal on the airplane, and it was good. Like it actually tasted good. Like I enjoyed it. And I and I was sitting with my father. My father, I was like, "Are you gonna eat?" And he was like, "No, no, I'm not gonna eat that." Double and I'm like, up. "Whatever." And I'm just shoveling this shit in. <laughs> Within 15 minutes, and I was. 15 at the time <laughs> within 15 minutes of it you know how it's it's the calm before the storm but you know that there's trouble on the horizon mm -hmm. you can see as the decimation of your asshole gets closer the mongols you can see the dust kicked up by the horses on the horizon this is what's happened like i the felt something rubble. was about to be wrong and then the bubbles hit and then the bubbles led to okay you got to get up right now like there's no five minute warning the warning is now you have to go now <laughs> once more under the breach i get up and i go to the toilet and i completely evacuate at thirty-two thousand feet in the air and uh i'm not done because there's several waves of this attack of the decimation of my asshole at thirty-two thousand feet several waves you know you get the contractions like you're having a baby right it's just poop um and uh the fucking ding ding comes on to fasten seatbelt <laughs> because we're in a descent to our destination and the plane starts you can feel the plane start to slow down and start to lose altitude and i'm like oh my god i'm not done like i'm not done yet i know that i, I know i'm gonna have to fucking shit again so you quick clean up blah, 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 wash your hands sit back down as we're jostling around as the plane is descending like i get the attack but there's no coming back it's either you hold it 
you hold the line or you shit yourself. These are now your options. <laughs> this is where you're at, right? Rock in a hard place. Man. Oh, my God. So we- somebody get me a wine cork quick. <laughs> <laughs> so we finally, we land, right? We land. Okay. Now, if anybody's traveled to Mexico City back in the day, you guys can validate this story. Um, we get out and we have to go through customs, right? You have to go through customs. So you get your passport and all that other stuff. And like, I'm like, like I, I get to a place where there's a pole and I'm leaning on the pole, focusing all of my strength to holding back this attack on my asshole. Okay. All right. Holding it back. And then as you get to customs, the Mexican authorities have this green light and this red light, right? You go up to it and it's supposed to be random. You push a button and it either is green or red. If it's green, you're free to go on to the next part of your travels. If it's red, you got to pull your ass over and we're going to go through all of your bags. Guess which one it was for us. It was red. And I saw that fucking guy put his hand down. Like it was like a guy jamming up the roulette table or what have you. Like I saw him hit something. I'm like, fuck, he's fucking picking us. Like he, the guy knows he knows I have to shit. That's he's on my face. It's on my face. So they pull us over and he's he, he fucking gets my dad's bag up there, my my backpack, and he's fucking going through everything. And once again, I'm like leaning on the pole that has this traffic light that's fixed against us. And my and my dad looks over me, he goes, Are you okay? I'm like, No, no, I'm not okay. And they finally it takes about five minutes. Like I'm having like legitimately the worst pain in my life. Okay. Oh like I'm it was terrible. Mark it was like the worst the poop sweats and shit. Oh, like even no, walking I is, like you it need to get move. to a toilet, but walking is actually making it worse. So it's like, am I even going to make it? Like I didn't move. I couldn't move. Like I was paralyzed because any any muscle movement would have allowed <laughs> Niagara shit falls to come out of my ass. Like it was over, right? right? One false movement. Oh yeah, it's over. In this in the sphincter slips. Right. So like and You're playing a, a very dangerous game, Mr. It's Bond. a timing issue, right? You feel the the contractions of the baby. So you got to wait till the contraction subsides and then you can begin moving yourself. You're like, we got to go now, now, yeah, now, now. So finally the fucking uh this uh f- this false inspection is over by this fucking corrupt guy and we get our stuff and we leave and like I'm panicking. Like I I'm like, "Oh my god, like what am I going to do now?" We get in a taxi. <laughs> We get in a taxi. And by the way, those of you that don't know this, Mexico City has 20 million people, 20 million human beings in one federal district, which means there's traffic all night long. There's yeah, how no many of them thing. have to shit right now, though? Wait a second. <laughs> so like in Mexico City back in the, like we, I lived there as a little kid from 86 to 87. Right. They passed a law. The government and its brilliance passed the law that says, okay, from now on, all citizens are going to have to have these license plates that have a color square on them. And based on that, the color square is going to line up with the day of the week. And on that day, you can't drive this car. So what did all the people in Mexico do? They bought another car. So they had two different colors. So they could drive seven days a week. Like, you're like, okay, fine. We'll just get another car. Like these Simulate shitty cars the that, that burn fucking lead gasoline, right? Like they don't give a fuck. Like we're, you're not going to tell us what to do. And most of the time you could pay the cops to get out of something like that. Like most of the time. So we're in a taxi and it's 45 minutes to get to our destination. And the whole time he's sitting in the front talking to the cab driver. I'm laying in the fetal position across God knows how many people have ejaculated on this backseat. Oh, God knows how many people have sweat on this thing. Ass sweat, okay. ball sweat. Right. You could have been the first one to shit in it, Arts. though. Just fin- finish the shit story. It's coming. I'm I'm laying it up. Just wait a second. Right. This is this is this is an art form, and you're interrupting. Yeah, it, 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 it's master storytelling. That's all right. Builder. Oh Christ! So the whole time, I'm laying in the fetal position, and I'm World putting building. my legs up to my chest so that I can hold my my knees up against my my stomach so i'm like okay this is going to contain it this is going to contain it like i'm going to hold it at bay with this position it's actually a very common thing that happens with abdominal pain i don't know what it's just natural just happened naturally so we finally get to where we're we're supposed to be and i i run and i mean run on my entire largesse and i left my bag in the car for my father to deal with i i was like i don't care if they steal it like i gotta go now (laughs) i get to the bathroom plop down do your business and then immediately after that had to get off of there 
and evacuate from the front end because of this airplane food. It fucking went through me like an unstoppable Mongol horde. Like it destroyed my asshole and it had destroyed my face. Like I vomited and had diarrhea in the same shot. It was oh, terrible. The worst. It it's was like, the worst. Uh, and but but that I'll never forget that feeling, and it stays with me. It's the like purge. PTSD <laughs> of being on an international jet as you're descending, knowing that you're going to be sick of your stomach, and there's not anything you can do about it. So that's why. In closing, when uh, my wife and I got together, I'm like, no, 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 we're going to do all the fun stuff first, and then we'll eat because if we eat. And then I get the decimation of your asshole on horseback on the way home. I know how to strategize that. I know what I can do. I know where the rest stops are. Yeah, I know where the mall bathroom is. Yeah. I've got at least three ways out right now. Right. <laughs> no, like, you're right. like when you're in the airport and you got the poop sweats, it's like you're wondering if the security's playing a game of does this gentleman <laughs> have the poop sweats or did six balloons of Coke just burst in his ass? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's probably what six of one half a dozen of the other what's up oh my god no 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 that was terrible so for the four of you that are still listening that's it's just uh, us it's, the four it's just yeah it's just us yeah, it's the just half us. is gone the half is left um <laughs> i don't have anything else i i'm done only the strong have survived <laughs> oh my god just thinking about that moment like i i i'm, I'm just it's horrifying oh, god it's terrible it's absolutely honestly terrible. though i was there i could feel it though the way you were telling it it's like fuck i'm in a taxi right now and right. i have suddenly, to shit. suddenly <laughs> i have to shit <laughs> oh, my overwhelming feeling it's sympathy pains man oh yeah no people people really identify the with fucking buttholes everybody's been there nostril. to a certain degree everybody's like, been there you know what i mean so i don't have any, anything i was going to complain about something else but um yeah, I, I'm finished. That that has taken the life out of me. It was like recounting an exorcism. <laughs> uh, I've exercised. Get a bottle of water. <laughs> He's like this. This therapy session's over. Yeah, the box that's hit like the mascara is just like running down the face. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've been on A and E where it's like I got uh, what was it um, that uh, fucking no not A and E National Geographic where it's locked up abroad. Oh, I mean, it almost felt like that where like you know you hear the, the dramatic music in the background and somebody who's playing my pace the irish ass is like has sweat coming down and it's like you could see the cheeks clench and the shorts and stuff like that like that's <laughs> i should have been on that show but it's not about drugs it's about airplane food so i have what's the deal with airplane food oh god i, I don't I, i've the last time i ate on an airplane i think was um well in 2000 i went to boston in 2007 and, and they didn't serve you like serve you like soda and shit they didn't give you like any food it has to be like a certain length of flight i think right yeah, it has to, to be a like a, like a long-term like international okay. flight like so, whenever i flew to spain like there we, you go we got, we got like several meals on the norway flight. and japan yeah when i went to ireland i think is the last time they served that i got and I, and I was sitting in first class and i ate apple cobbler for dessert and that did not make me sick in my stomach. I was like, oh, wow, this is this is nice because the people that are eating behind me, holy shit. I mean, it's going to be a rough go for some of you. They have no idea. <laughs> no idea. It's like that meme where you're standing in the room. They have no idea. They're going to get diarrhea. <laughs> and on that note, does anybody have anything else before we close this unmitigated disaster of an episode? No, no, I don't have anything. I would like to apologize. I had to step away earlier because my dog was... Uh, doing things and it was loud and i was I wondering what happened yeah you. so yeah. i i had to step she just away. abandoned us she's like yeah. fuck it's a shit story i quit these guys yeah. are out of control these guys are talking about shake fucking poop down the pant legs i'm out of here <laughs> i'm out of here i'm gonna go upstairs and eat some of grandmama's gravy <laughs> I had to make I sure he wasn't tearing stuff up. He wasn't. He was just playing with his toys, but he was oh, what a good loud. Man. Yeah, he's being good. Okay. All right. Christopher, do you have anything before we close off this uh this disaster? No, man. I, I think uh I think we can wipe the collective anus <laughs> of this poop of an episode. <laughs> uh and you, Brian, welcome back finally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. That's welcome back. back welcome back first time you've been on a few weeks let's talk about shit <laughs> gotta clear the air yeah yeah gotta clear your rectum clear the cold out yeah clear the air clear your bowels you know <laughs> and on that, that note i uh I, i'm sorry that we talked about shit so much but i'm sure some of the four and a half of you can relate to 
that on yeah yeah so very these were very human stories (laughs) yeah you can relate to us on a deeper level now yeah you know it's like yeah yeah. Like you can relate to us on that lower intestinal level. Yeah. Do you right. think FDR did that in his fireside chats? He's like, I'm gonna tell you a story about what I almost shit yeah. myself. So now it's like I'm in the room talking to you guys. Like yeah. oh god. Oh, Nothing gets more intimate than talking about one's poops. No, no, really. That is uh <laughs> something that you only share with the people that you love, and we love you. So on that note, I'd like to uh say hi to my buddy Paul B out in B Town. I'm gonna be sending him some books. Thanks for listening, Paul. Uh, keep doing your radio thing. I think it's good. Um, don't eat the chicken. Uh, that'll no. definitely be the decimation of your asshole on horseback. No, I was gonna say, unless good. you want to be doubled over and cramped and fucking spewing out both ends like a fucking fire hose. Terrible, terrible chicken. Yeah, terrible chicken. Uh, special shout out, of course. Who could? How could we forget? Rather, our glorious sponsor. We weren't able to bring this up on either Scott Horton or Michael Humor's show because we were so in depth with some serious talk that I felt like I couldn't crack a joke. But guess what? The jokes are back. But this isn't a joke. This is good soap. Todd the Gay's very gay soap. That's not its official name. He's refusing to change the name. It's just Akron Apothecary. Whatever we got petitions that... on the... We got yeah, petitions going right now. <laughs> He's totally ignoring us. He doesn't want even, to do it. Even though we've like quadrupled his revenue. <laughs> Literally got him more sales. So... The almond and cocoa butter, there's only one of those left. You might want to get on that ASAP. Easter's coming. Who doesn't like Easter? It's about fertility and fucking and clean assholes. And when you're fucking, you better have a clean asshole. Todd the Gay's Gay Soap is here to help you. Any kind of asshole, any kind of taint, you're going to ton punch a bunch of uh, fart boxes, you better have a clean ass. Right. Make sure that you stock up orange, shea butter, and sea salt, sweet tobacco, and cocoa butter, if you're into that sort of thing. And, of course, he has peppermint poppy seed and plain old soap and orange and cocoa butter. He's got all the soap. He's got soap for that ass. So don't hesitate. Soap for that ass. Soap for that ass. All asses, gay, straight, trans, uh, whatever the fuck you identify with, Whatever. you still have an asshole that needs to be cleaned. That's something we can't change. But you could change the smell of your ass with this great soap. Head on over there. The shop is in our show notes, and we can attest. Angels use the soap. Mm-hmm. It's a damn good soap. Cold Some pressed soap. Soap for that ass. Soap for that ass. And on that note, um, thank you for listening to this unmitigated disaster of an episode. We appreciate it, and hopefully the next time we come back... It was a, it was a real shitstorm. Jesus Christ, this is terrible. <laughs> we gotta go. Bye. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Love you all. <laughs> see you soon. Uh...